guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers, and this is... Pedo. And also... V. Hey, guys. Oh my gosh, guys, V's back. I know everybody's so excited. Everybody really likes our episodes together. I So I heard. I think that's awesome. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about it. We always tend to, like, do it, too, like back like back, kind of back to back you're on and then I, and then i'm on yours and you know what what have you but guys this is v from uh life paranormal with v how are you today i'm doing great how are you guys good we're good pat how was your weekend uh very uneventful Same. i didn't uh, yeah i didn't do anything that cool i wish i had a better story <laughs> um oh i watched shin godzilla i did do that oh, that's right and what did you think <laughs> i absolutely loved it we watched it friday night and uh i told you yeah i mean your recommendation uh was way more spot on than uh my friend that um like i said last episode she kind of described it as godzilla meets like versus paperwork or something and i i I get why that is kind of like the tagline for that movie Mm -hmm. because it is it does deal with like the government's react how how a functioning government really would respond to a Godzilla type crisis with like the different meetings and subcommittees and you know how how they would how the bureaucracy would handle uh, a kaiju, um, but it was really good. I mean, outside of that, I thought it was way f- it was really funny. The creature design when he first comes out and he's got those googly eyes and he's just like that slug. Um, yeah, was really good. It was. It, I'd have to say it was probably like the best godzilla movie i've ever seen which doesn't say much but (laughs) it was uh it it was it was incredibly solid so i watched that on uh friday and then um me and my kid watched can't hardly wait on saturday nice yeah his his godfather sends him like these random movies sometimes and like a couple weeks ago it was outside providence which I don't know if you guys have seen that one before. Nah, um, no, I've never heard yeah. that one. It's you're, it's incredibly. Yeah, I know you guys are in your fucking thirties. I hate you, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he's. So we watched that a couple weeks ago, and that was pretty good. And then um, this week we did Can't Hardly Wait, and uh, he kept asking me like, Dad, which one were you in high school? Which one would you? Be oh, nice. And I was like, they, my, we wouldn't be at this party. We would have been like at a basement show or something. <laughs> You know, we would have had our own party until finally there's this scene where like Jennifer Love Hewitt walks out of the party and there's some guy in the background with a 12 pack on his, an empty 12 pack container on his head that he turned into like a knight's helmet. Okay. <laughs> and I was I was like, yeah, that would that would have been me. That's awesome. I love that movie. Can't hardly wait. That was like that, that's like one of my um, mm-hmm. one of my nostalgic movies right there. Um, yeah, one of my good friends. We used to watch that movie over and over. We could quote it. I mean, probably. Yeah, it reminds you of being in fifth grade. Yeah, <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> as gross as that is, it does. Yeah. <laughs> true, true story. Hey, how was your weekend? It was good. You know, I was busy just catching up with homework, and you know, I was really sick that last week you know but it was good it was a good weekend good. well good yeah. everybody had, had good weekends i <laughs> want to give a very exciting update and i know that the listeners are going to be so excited about this i well maybe not i'm probably more excited about it than anybody um, but i know that our good friend um dr reverend crimson is going to be 
fucking ecstatic. I, I did it, Pat. I, I purchased my salvation for the low, low price of $35. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> v, are you familiar with our with the Church of the Subgenius? No. Please oh, yeah. you tell. <laughs> we did a whole episode on it. It's this, I don't know, it's this weird religion. Um, and mm-hmm. for anybody else that doesn't know, we, we, like I said, we covered it. Um, and it's a religion that's not a religion. And it's based around a salesman. And um, you have to you just pay $35 and, and you get eternal salvation and your own pleasure craft and all kinds of other weird stuff. I don't know, but I, uh, I did it. You must have had $35 burning a fucking hole in your pocket. <laughs> I, did, did you did you sell a pair of panties on Sophia Gray or something? Where did you where did you come up with this 35 bucks all of a sudden that you just could not spend fast enough that you threw it away on that shit? And, and, and I say this as I browse uh, online Reiki healing master classes for twenty for twenty two ninety nine. So I just want to know. Uh, well, you know, I, I, I just I have my ways, but yes, I couldn't wait. I was so excited. Um but but I did. I, I purchased it. I cannot wait for it to get here. Apparently you get your your certification. I think you actually like legit become ordained when you when you because it is technically yeah. it is a mm-hmm. religion. It's classified as a religion. So how do you spell it? I'm trying to look it up on Google. Oh, are you? It's Church of the Subgenius. <laughs> or as V says, the Subgenius. Genius. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah. Um, yeah, I did it. I, I purchased it. When it gets here, I'll, I'll update you guys next week. I'll let you know nice. what comes with my my certification, and I'll let you know what I'm capable of doing now. So um, you can you can you, you can book me for your um, what is what do you do? What can you do if you're ordained? You can marry people. What else can you do? Uh, I would think marrying people would be the biggest cash grab. Probably. I think I can, like, speak at your grandpa's funeral or something. I mean, I'll do that. Yeah, but that's not going to, you know, I mean, weddings, you can, if you can marry somebody. That's what I would, that's what I think you would get the most use out of it with. Well, I'll do it. I, I yeah. will do it. I, and I will do it cosplay as Poison Ivy if you'd like. Um, but <laughs> I will. You know, you know even more valuable is if you could figure out a way to, like, hand out divorces. <laughs> That's what they, someone needs to like come up with a tax exempt religion that allows you to do that. Then you'd really fucking clean up. Uh, you know, you're right. I will do that also. I will. I will break <laughs> up with your people for you. Uh, I will hand over the papers if that's if that's yeah. what it takes. Whatever, guys. I really need to make this thirty five dollars back. So please um, email me. But <laughs> Sophia Gray. <laughs> So uh, I can't tell you guys yet. God damn it. Uh, It's okay. I just, Anne and I are working on this great investigation um, involving Bigfoot and it does involve purchasing panties off the internet. Um, (laughs) One of these days I will tell you about it. I'm sorry to reel you in and and take it away, but uh, coming soon. Um, So anyway, I, um, don't have too many news updates this week. I haven't heard anything yet about that about that Bigfoot thumb. I don't know what's going on there. Um, okay. So I guess the the um, results aren't in yet. Uh, but I did read an article about. <clears throat> so <laughs> apparently there is this uh, robot dog that was just invented. Huh. It is. Um, it was invented by Boston Dynamics, and this dog will deliver you beer. Ooh. Okay. It can also sense that you have an empty cup, and you can put your cup on the ground, and it will urinate into the cup to refill it with beer. In case you didn't know that you needed that in your life. 
That's that's too easy. I'm just gonna fucking keep my mouth shut. Apparently, it doesn't work very well. Um, it misses the cup a lot, so um, you know that's a thing. And then, like you know, it's it's beer piss puddle. It like it like falls in it. It like slips and slides in it. So, um, but for seventy five thousand dollars, I mean, it's even cheaper than your eternal salvation. Or I'm I'm sorry, it's even more expensive than your eternal salvation. So, um, you guys should probably go purchase your Church of the Subgenius um, ordainment. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's on top of it. She's like, I can't wait to spend $35. <laughs> I just want to see what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty wild stuff. Nice. Um, so we've been talking about drugs, right? You guys nice. know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've been we've been doing this whole drug talk. Um we had our That's, first oh. and, and 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 uh honor of my birthday at the beginning of the month. Yes. A- April's metatopic has been uh drug use. It has. It's, it's, been, it's, it's been Pat's book. And, uh, <laughs> and it's all about drugs. Fitting. What's my month going to be about, guys? What, what should we do? Ooh. That's a good question. I don't know. I guess we'll find out when, when we get there. But So this month we've been talking about drugs. We, we had the first episode, right, where we talked about just kind of personal experiences that Pat and I both had with, with drugs. Yeah. Um, I told my fun Mothman story. Or that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had the we did MK Ultra, where the government was utilizing drugs in order to um, kind of create. Um, it, it's it's a movie, Pat. What, what's it called? What were they trying to create? I can't. Remember. Well, super soldiers. Basically, super soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, super super assassins um, with the use of drugs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, right now we have. Um, you know, we, we have V here. Mm-hmm. So I thought that we would probably get more into talking about um, drugs and mm-hmm. spirituality. Mm. Yeah. So, um, you know, I don't know. Do you have any experience with drugs and uh, spirituality? Well, yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> probably the first time I had, uh, you know, I ate edibles before, but I... I went all out on this, you know, specific day and uh, had me about two brownies and uh, I was tripping balls. Uh, (laughs) I had like the most spiritual experience though. It was pretty crazy. Like at first, like I had never tripped that bad before, but I was like, sorry, I got... Ooh, I was on my bed, but it like turned into like a boat. <laughs> it was like okay. little dinghies, and I felt like I was in the ocean. And you know, I I remember all of a sudden, I my husband was like, "Just lay down, like you're making this more than it should be." I'm like, "No, I'm in the ocean." <laughs> and he's like, "Just lay the fuck down." So I lay back on the bed, and I used to have like these little um, lights, like these skull lights. You know, because, you know, I decorate my home. Like, it's Halloween all the time. So um, this was at our old house. So I had these specific lights. And um, they, the little skulls were like, they started to, like, dance and come to life in in this specific trip I had. And I was like, whoa. But then all of a sudden I started, um, it it went from there. You know, a lot of other stuff happened. But I can say that I, I started to have, like, almost 
like I was in other dimensions. I know it sounds really weird. You guys are probably like, who the fuck is she? No, this fits right in. Yeah, like I was literally tripping out, but it was it was like a good trip. Like I just went with it, and I was in different dimensions, going in different places, and the you know the colors and everything was just amazing. It felt like um, very peaceful, and uh, I had a little bit of. Uh, premonition during one of it and uh, it actually did come true it was something pretty devastating in my life but because of that I pretty much am who I am today because of it and it was really I'd say traumatic and it just changed my whole world it went upside down after that but um, like I said it was it was crazy how during that whole you know thing I just I, that I saw it happening before it did. Not that I'm not used to it being a clairvoyant and everything, but it was like I was living it um, all the way through. So it's kind of like I knew the outcome and I knew everything was going to be okay, but that I had to like trust everything um, while I was there, you know, going through it and living through it. So yeah, I think that was the, uh, you know, I really do want to try ayahuasca. That's something I could really want to do someday. So I think I think I said that in the last episode. Maybe I didn't say it in the last episode. Maybe I was just thinking it. Or I'm sorry, the the drugs episode. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I, I agree. I kind of I kind of want to try it also, but I'm a little scared. Yeah, I used to be, <laughs> but now I'm like I think I'm in a better place in my life where I feel like I can mentally handle it. You know, so I don't know. I think it's just, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, Pat, also Pat, you 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 you've done this previously as kind of a spiritual you you do it kind of as like a spiritual thing yeah. is that, that's correct that's what all mine were yeah. um and i i think that i that's how i i came to all of them mm-hmm. was um foolishly or not <laughs> <laughs> expecting expecting some kind of like great download or like you know walking away from it with insight mm-hmm. and uh definitely that happens sometimes uh and i'm about to tell you a story where it did but it, there's also plenty of times where it didn't and I spent half the party hiding in the closet waiting for it to be over. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it was always a roll of the dice. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, uh, so I don't know. Somebody had heard in my group of friends, and this is, <clears throat> this is back, unfortunately, like 20 years ago, but somebody had heard that um, if you mel- if you, if you bought a box of sucrets, and melted it down in, a, in like a pot of water mm. and then made tea out of it and then drank the tea that you would trip really hard. Have you ever, you guys ever heard that? Uh, I don't even know. What did you say? Sucrets? Yeah, they're like cough drops. Oh. oh okay. I've never and, heard that, but I have heard of like robo tripping. Well, that's that, that's how I'm getting to the robo trip story. Okay, okay. So okay. we had heard this and I had uh, a guy that I was in a band with who was really fucking really big druggie. And he was like, you know, yeah, man, you, you make secrets tea. We made secrets tea, but they changed the recipe. It doesn't work anymore. And but I guess this was a thing that you used to be able to do for the longest time is, is eat a bunch of secrets and fucking trip your face <laughs> off. And um, <clears throat> but the change of recipe, you couldn't do it anymore. So then he he was like, yeah, but I heard if you drink a bottle of cough syrup, you do the same thing. It's called robo tripping. And you got to make sure you got you get Robitussin uh, DM or XM or something. Because you want the Robitussin with dextromethamorphin hydrobromide in it, which is DXM, mm-hmm. right? And uh, unfortunately, not DMX. God rest in peace. Who we lost this week? Yes. Uh, and so we, we of course, we tried this, right? 
And let me tell you, it works. <laughs> it works really, really well. And what it does is it gets your brain to release like serotonin while you're awake. Hmm. So you kind of start dreaming while you're awake. And the first time I did it, like I just kind of did it straight. And it was it was a little bit of a rough ride. You got real, I got real jittery and like real like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. You know, and then subsequent times, you know, people like we had kind of talked about it. My other friends had tried it. And it was like, well, if you try it, you smoke a little pot, it's a little bit, it's a little bit better. Like it's a little bit more mellow of a ride. So, um, I did that and it was like an afternoon. I was out of high school, but, um, me, it was at my buddy's house and we were chilling in his basement. We went to Walgreens, we got the Robitussin, we came back, we drank it, we smoked pot, we're sitting on his couch. He's on one couch, I'm on the other. And we would just lay there and you would close your eyes and it was like, it was like an out-of-body experience. Mm-hmm. It was like you you completely visualized yourself going to like other places and doing things and all this crazy mm-hmm. shit. And I I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to claim that it was astral projection or anything like that. But it was one of the most vivid. And also knowing biologically what was happening in my brain. It was basically hemorrhaging and releasing all these chemicals that it should not have been releasing at that time. Um I mean, I get what was happening, but like, it was it was one of the most vivid, surreal experiences of my life, and it started out with me like leaving my body, and I just remember, kind of like floating around and going into this house, where there was like a family sitting down to eat dinner, and they looked up at me and they started freaking out. Whoa because they saw me and they were like oh my god and i just remember the the kids screaming and the parents like coming around by the kids and the and the dad standing up and being like ah and then like then i started to like leave and i was gone and then i went and i was somewhere else and like i was like underground but like it was there was all this lava and like rocks and stuff Mm -hmm. and it doesn't i wouldn't say it was like the stereotypical hellscape as much no, but it wasn't like yeah. that. But it, it 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 was like the planet that like that from like Revenge of the Sith, where like Anakin gets his legs cut off. Oh, yeah. like, it's a lava planet. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. there there was these cre- there was these creatures that were like working, like mining this like like the like the like the cliffs like the mountains and stuff. And they were like they they had like kind of like. Like power drills, hmm. but like they had these weird like kind of suits on and stuff, and like I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And this thing looked up at me and it, like it tried to grab <gasps> me, and I was like, "Oh!" And then like I got out of there, and then I just remember like kind of floating around and being in this basement of this place, and I was like, "This looks so familiar," and it was, it was. And I'm like kind of floating around and I'm like, why do I feel like I've been here before? And I came and then around the corner walks this old man with a flashlight and he sees me and he starts like freaking out and praying. And then boom, I was back in my body and I was like back on the couch in Marionette Park in this basement on a Tuesday afternoon. And I was like, oh, shit. And I talked to my buddy and I'm like, like, are you? are you okay and he's like oh i'm real fucked up 
and like I sat up and like that was it after that I wasn't trying to go anywhere else mm -hmm. right like I was like okay I'm just gonna kind of ride this thing out and what I remembered after the fact was that basement that I was in about two years earlier I had a job working um downtown and I worked with this old I worked with this old guy and he was on um he, he worked like the 3 to 11 shift and I worked 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. So our shifts overlapped. And this guy was like this old, like kind of crazy. He reminded you of Kramer from Seinfeld, like, <laughs> like just this weird old guy. And one day me and him were talking and I remember him telling me two years prior um, how he had. He's like, yeah, this place gets real creepy at night. He's like this one time I was walking around the boy, like, walk around the boiler room and I saw these demon eyes. There's these demon eyes there and they were looking right at me. And I said, don't you come near me. And I said, the hell, said the hell, Mary, and he went away. And I was like, okay. And I remember hearing this, like, in the past and being like, fucking whatever, like, crazy old dude, you know, and being, like, mildly interested because a lot of buildings are kind of haunted. And, like, when you're building high rises, like, people die. Iron workers fall off all the time or people get fucking crushed in elevator pits. You know, any, any high rise building has usually a couple bodies associated with it. So the idea that like this, the basement of this place could be haunted, this office building that we worked in wasn't out of the question, but his story didn't necessarily seem that, um, that legit. And he seemed like kind of a wacko, so I didn't pay him much mm -hmm. mind. But after my experience in the basement that afternoon, I was like, that was the guy that I, re that I remembered Holy seeing. Shit. Yeah. And I thought, and now this is me being a storyteller and connecting the dots after mm -hmm. the fact, but. I kind of like reconned it in my head as like, oh, maybe you went back and that was you that you saw, oh, or I God. just I just happened to I just happened to remember yeah, that story right. when he told me two years ago, <laughs> and my subconscious somehow it. added mm -hmm. it to the trip. But that seems even more far fetched to me mm -hmm. because that when he told me that story at that time, it had no consequence yeah. to me. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I was just like, whatever, dude. All right, you know. Yeah. So, so how long does that last? Those those trips on DXM. I've unfortunately, a really long time, <laughs> oh. like an entire party. Oh, <laughs> like, really? Yeah. If you show up at a party at like eight o'clock at night and like drink it, like you'll be done drinking it probably by nine thirty, ten o'clock. It'll kick in by midnight, and you'll be up at four o'clock in the morning, like shaking and acting like a fucking weirdo, creeping everybody out. <laughs> You know, but if you mix it, if you mix it with pot, it, it can be it can be a completely different animal and it's way more trancy. Mm -hmm. At least it was for me where like I think my body like you don't all that energy that you have, you kind mm -hmm. of like it changes your vibrations yeah, and, and you can kind of like I feel like you can harness it a little bit better and you can kind of go mm -hmm. with it. I don't you know. know. We probably shouldn't be instructing the listeners how to. I'm not telling people to do anything. <laughs> Fucking any instructing. <laughs> It says it right in the bottle. If you have a cough, drink it. I didn't say whatever. <laughs> drink as much as you want. <laughs> but I will say that I will say that that was a long time ago, and That's for true. all I know, they've changed the chemical yeah. makeup, and it doesn't work mm -hmm. anymore. I don't know. I think it's still a thing. I mean, you know what? You guys, you guys are adults. I hope anyway. Anybody that's listening to this show should be an adult, and you can make your own decisions. Um, but they can be really scary. Yeah, so exactly. Be careful. V, have you ever done DX? No, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. But I'm not. I'm like, I'm so intrigued by Pat's story. Like, I'm, I was like living through it 
when he was saying it, it was, it was gnarly. I feel like it was like an out of body experience. Cause that was like very much like mine. I felt like I was very much out of my body and I like time did not exist. I was either in the future or going back into time. It was very, I mean, and I could see myself not being transported, but I was, man, how did, how, it was like going through tunnels of light and they were colorful and I would go into one place and then I'd go into another and I'd see different scenes. Yeah. And it was just, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I remember at one point <clears throat> I could see um, like the planets. So I don't know if I was, I don't know. It was the most, uh, it was amazing. I, I just wrote it through too. You know, it, um, I think that there's points of the trip where you're very much aware and you're, you're like, Pat, like you can remember those things. But I know I, I was seeing, other things, I just don't remember it. You know, there's... Yeah, I've, I've had that kind of experience before. Like, I can't really... Like, I, I, like I know, but I don't know. No. And I, I don't know how to explain that to people unless they've, they've been through it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just one of, it's one of those things. Um, you know, but it could definitely... I mean, I've never had, like, a, any type of big, like, spiritual connections or any type of big breakthroughs while I've yeah. done all of the drugs that I've done. Mm -hmm. um, however, um, you know, it definitely sticks with you. Yeah. Right? And, and, like as somebody that's, you know, struggled <clears throat> with mental health my entire life. I mean, the next three months of my next life are months. amazing afterwards, you know, <laughs> it's, yeah. it yeah. always works. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're really feeling bad, I mean, go, go take some drugs. And you'll feel better. <laughs> I mean, mine were a little bit more like I, like I've said from, see, this is where I don't, I don't care if like people hear this and or, like, you know, I don't, or be, I don't think, I, I personally feel like I'm being too um, encouraging because I always preface every story with like a bunch of it was usually pretty negative. Yeah. Like I don't feel like I'm glamorizing this yeah, stuff no. at all um, because it was it was a roll <laughs> of the dice, man. And the bad stuff is bad, and the good stuff is good though. But um, yeah, I I don't I was a wreck when I was this was this was all from like a very specific phase in my life mm -hmm. that lasted like maybe uh i don't know two to four years and um i wasn't in a good place during any of it my emotions were all over the place i was i was a roller coaster <laughs> and it wasn't until i stopped and i feel like it, i felt like it was something that i had to go through yeah. though and once i was done with it and i was able to kind of put all the pieces back together i found that i was a much stronger much saner person than i was when i started yeah. But it was definitely a trial by fire, and I definitely needed to basically take everything apart, remove the things that didn't work, and then put it all back together again. And it was a fucking process, mm -hmm. you know. Um, one that I'm glad I did. Ultimately, the whole thing was beneficial, but at the time, it was yeah. not. It was, none of it was good. Um, one more story I'm going to throw in real quick, and then I'd love to hear you guys get some feedback on it. So, um, you know, with mushrooms like that, that was a whole thing mm -hmm. that we went, we, we went through for a while. And, um, you know, I had, that was probably my first experience with anything harder than marijuana mm -hmm. or alcohol was mushrooms. And the first time I did it uh, was kind of in, there wasn't too much that happened. Um, we were in my, uh, my parents' old house in the, uh, your typical wood paneled Midwestern basement you know, uh, watching probably a fucking the wall or something. 
and i mean literally like the pink floyd movie the wall you know but also the wall because it was wood paneled so you would see like the the wood stain swim and that's you know infinitely entertaining and uh my some of my friends came over that weren't on mushrooms and they decided to fuck with us by putting me in the box which is like where you make a box with your Mm -hmm. hands and then pretend like you're putting the box over somebody's head and like every Everyone in the room is talking, but when the box goes over your head, everybody stops speaking but still moves their mouth. Like, you can't hear them because your head's in the box. And then they'll pretend to take the box off your head, and everyone starts speaking loud again. I hang out with, like, fucking weirdo (laughs) theater improv kids. So this was, like, this was, like, an exercise, you know what I mean? And, like, (laughs) they start doing this to me, and I'm like, am I in the box? Am I not in the box? Why are you guys fucking with me? And they're like we're not fucking with you dude you're, you're in the box <laughs> like we put you in the box that's why you couldn't hear anything and i'm like looking at everybody like what are they doing? you know and i i got so worked up that i fucking puked all over the place <laughs> which like when you know when you're on mushrooms if you've ever done them before is like a 50 50 chance it's gonna happen anyway because you just ate something that grew out of cow shit so like you are you already have an upset tummy and like this kind of like badgery didn't help but I just remember, like, after that happened, like, it felt like my whole entire, like, soul had been scrubbed mm-hmm. clean. And I felt so much better than I'd ever felt in my whole entire mm-hmm. life. And it was, like, this beautifully sublime moment. And I remember going upstairs and being away from everybody and, like, just putting my hand forward. I was in the kitchen. And I remember this, like, it was yesterday. I put my hand forward and, like, everything around me rippled. It was, like... If I if like I was standing in front of a pool, like a reflecting pool mm-hmm. or something, but I but everything was the reflecting pool and I touched it and I kind of felt it give a little bit and I realized this isn't fucking real and like I took a step back and I was like oh shit and then I immediately started to come down and I started to feel depressed because I knew that my trip was ending and unfortunately everyone around me was still tripping balls because they didn't throw up. And uh, the rest of the night was kind of depressing because I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I got to a point where I saw or I was on the edge of understanding something and then it slipped away and I need to get back there. And I feel like I spent like a couple years trying to get back there. And that was with me like just doing more and more shit. And it didn't necessarily work. I didn't get there. And then I realized that you can't just, you know, it's like the, you can't just like, take drugs to get you there like they they can show you where the door is but they're not going to open it for you and walk through it you know there's a certain amount of effort you have to put in yourself and i was just trying to do the same thing i was trying to let the drugs do all the work and it didn't fucking happen um but yeah there was there was a very there was a very um i don't know it was that i would say that was the beginning of another phase of my life Mm -hmm. was that was was seeing even if now even if you want to play the realist and say that this was all just my senses being altered because of the psilocybin and none of this there was no greater metaphysical meaning to any of this still just having my senses altered to that degree and realizing the malleability of reality i think was such a fucking just eye-opener in general um you know my mind definitely expanded that Mm -hmm. a little bit and it was it was good um sometimes it is sometimes it's a really beautiful yeah. experience you know it can mm-hmm. be um but it, it can also be a really bad experience mm-hmm. so <laughs> 
you know, you guys just have to be mindful of those things. And, you know, like Pat says, you know, it, it, it can open the door for you, but yeah, you, it definitely can't walk you through it. I mean, you, you have to put the time in and in the effort you can't expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's where the issue of like addiction comes in is that people are, are self-medicating and they're expecting that, you know, they're going to feel better and you know the drugs are going to work to make them mm-hmm. feel better and it just doesn't that's not how it is um you're gonna feel better when you're in a better place and you know being in a better place is 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 inward as much as it is outward and you have to work yeah. to get there so you know and i feel like in pat's sense it wasn't like to take away the pain it was to figure out some of life's questions like you know it was i felt like it was more spiritual in a sense you know and like um, I, w- I could definitely feel like you were so close to something and it just wasn't time. And it like, it, it was for a reason, like you were saying, you know, it was like, you were so close, but at that time, um, maybe it was to figure out yourself that, you know, a lot of people say, and that's what I believe that the universe is inside of us, you know, and, um, that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And, um, yeah, it, it was, um, it was like that for like, you know, someone in my life who had an addiction. I was with them when I was younger, but, um, you know, it, from what I understood with him, it was not to have a spiritual experience. It was to like not feel any of the pain that he was going through or all the traumas that he had in his life. Um, but yeah, I think there's like a difference why some people do, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. That's it. There definitely mm-hmm. is. I mean, it just depends on, you know, what people are going through and, and yeah. what have you. But and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, you know, using um using mind altering things. You know, we we talked a lot about perception and yeah. how that's what these hallucinogens do is that they they just they don't change the world around you. They just change how you see it and experience mm-hmm. it. And, you know, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with getting that different perspective, you know, ever. Um, but you know, of course when you are um you know when it gets when it gets bad, and, and you know when it gets bad, you recognize it. There, there comes one point in time where you're doing all these drugs and you stop and you go, "Wait a minute, this is bad. This has gotten bad." And you know when it gets to that point, you know, get out, guys, uh, don't uh, don't throw yeah. your life away for mm-hmm. drugs. Even though psychedelics aren't really um, addictive, but no. just in general, I mean, you can you can self medicate with food. I mean, all kinds of things. So can we can we talk about addiction real quick? I wanted to bring something up with V actually. No, absolutely. So. Um, I started smoking when I was like 14 mm-hmm. and, um, smoked pretty much my whole entire life. And then, um, recently about three, four years ago, my kids started pressuring me to stop mm-hmm. smoking. So, uh, I, and I had tried numerous times throughout my whole entire life. I had tried the patch, uh, which <laughs> did we talk about taking the patch when you go to sleep? No, that was, that was okay. That's something else. Yeah, you want to have real sad. fucked up dreams take the patch and then go to bed because it the patch releases nicotine mm-hmm. in your system consistently mm-hmm. right so but when you sleep you're not smoking cigarettes oh, right yeah. obviously but if you go to sleep wearing a patch you will have the fucking craziest dreams of your life you I, that's something smoking? i legitimately invite every listener to go do <laughs> go to walgreens buy the three milligram patches slap one on your fucking leg and go to bed <laughs> and then Keep a notebook by your bed and wake up and write down every. You don't even need to keep the notebook by your head because you're going to remember the shit. Because I can remember every single fucking dream I had when I fell asleep wearing the patch. And they were all heartbreaking. They were emotional. You're dreaming, you're dreaming about exes and shit. It's going to be a fucking. It'll be worth it, though. And it's it's a really cheap, it's a really cheap trip. So <laughs> it's and legal. Yeah, so it's, legal, yeah. it's worth looking at. 
But um, anyway, so I, I tried everything to fucking mm-hmm. quit smoking. It didn't work. And um, my kids were putting all this pressure on me. I started meditating. Yeah. I started using like the mm-hmm. Headspace app and doing guide, like daily guided meditations. And I was able to quit smoking. Mm-hmm. And um, now I would still smoke when I drank every yeah. once in a while. But I, could, I, I got the ability to pick it up mm-hmm. and put it down. And once again, just recently, um, I'd say like probably around February, I started smoking again and smoked pretty consistently for like February and March, like, mm-hmm. like two, a pack every two days, yeah. like right back where I left off. And my kids were like, you got to stop smoking again. And I was like, yeah. And my son goes like, you, why don't you just start meditating? That's how you quit last mm-hmm. time. And I was like, all right. So I got back into it again. And now I haven't had a cigarette in over a week. And I don't even care, you know, and I feel like my workaround for addiction and granted, I know that it's different with everybody is that, you know, addiction is something that gets in your head and it's, it's, it's an obsessive thought. I need this. I need this. Mm -hmm. I want this. And what meditation does is it helps you kind of take a step back from that and be like, well, hold on, you know, just take a deep breath you get out you get out of your head and more aligned with like people call it your soul or your you know your inner spirit but yeah that's what Ooh, that gives me the chills because i've been trying to get my husband to stop smoking and uh he doesn't want to try the patch but i I, i'm kind of done with that but like you said everybody's different so maybe i'll we'll have to try whatever we can with them because i'm done with that so yeah you know because his it's just we have two boys and the you know just the thought of anything happening to him right now or someday you know right yeah i know i know that's what i was getting to and uh yeah well women can be very persuasive (laughs) oh i can be and i can be (laughs) i mean i mean kids can be too like daddy stops smoking that works but there's others you know no no (laughs) but so that's that's kind of why i wanted to bring up the reiki thing too like i know you had mentioned that briefly the first time you were on with asher's that that was something that you were involved in Mm -hmm. and yeah so that i i never really got i I did some research Mm because i knew you were coming back on um but like that was something i feel like i know it's been around for like centuries but um that kind of became popular like in the late 2000s Where, where it popped up on my mm-hmm. radar, at least. And, um, yeah, I mean, could you just, like, how did you get involved? Yeah, with totally. You know, you know what? I had it done on me. And it's it's crazy because, like, I'm not, I don't say, like, I'm a Reiki practitioner or a master. I don't even do Reiki. Like, I, I feel like when I started all of this journey, I started with my Peruvian shaman. And it's actually her who told me, like, hey, you're, you're going to try ayahuasca. And I actually highly recommended and I actually see you taking this someday but no I I started more um getting into my Native American roots um my family lineage is Yaki you know the Yaki Indians are Native American sorry um so I I really stuck to that and my a lot of the teachings that I have learned are are in that form so yeah it's a lot of energy but it's a mostly spiritual work so you know with my clients what I used um you know still do I had to close my practice, obviously. I do um, distance healing um, from time to time on people that, you know, are my friends and that I'm close to. But on my clients, I would really incorporate more of the shaman side to it, you know, more of a spiritual sense. So, and not that Reiki isn't, because I know people 
do have a lot of spiritual experiences. I went to a Reiki master one time and it was very amazing, but I didn't get the, like the full benefit like I wanted. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, really going in and healing a lot of past traumas, past pains, helping the client release from them. Um, and, and very much, you know, I don't have to take a trip to channel and, you know, I, I don't call it tripping out. Like definitely when I'm channeling someone's situation, um, you know, I'm also able to communicate with spirits since I was a little girl. So I'm able to be in between, you know, different dimensions and the spirit world and our world. So, um, I'm not, it's not like I'm unaccustomed to it. It's just, um, when I'm able to be in that place and I'm giving someone that spiritual healing and I'm giving them guidance, I'm speaking one-on-one to their, you know, if you want to call it their higher self, your, um, the subconscious is what I feel that higher self, you know, you very much get out of your conscious state and into a state of, you know, more alignment. And that's what meditation is about too. You know, you're, you're becoming more aligned with your true self, um, your natural energies and um, balancing them out naturally. So that's what I do. I try to bring more balance. And what I say is like, I'm definitely facilitating the healing, but the healing really comes from the person themselves. It's the the openness to it. And um, I feel that many of us have the ability, actually all of us do have the ability to heal ourselves, um, but no one can do it for us. You know, it, it has to start with our, you know, with ourselves first. But yeah. yeah, you know, one word that I didn't hear you say there that um, I would almost attribute to like the whole thing you were talking about totally. is like empathy mm-hmm. and like, yeah, and like being like an empath and, and being able to just connect with other people and kind of understand and feel oh, what yeah. they're going through. And that's something that like, um, I don't know, I, I feel that a lot of a lot of what I go through in life is colored. Yeah, you feel others' emotions. Yeah. The fact that I'm very. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's it it you can use it a couple different yeah. ways. I mean, you you can use it when you you walk in a room and you can read the room and you can be like, oh, oh yeah, what the fuck is this? Or um, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, this is where this person's at right now, and if I want them to go over here, I just got to nudge them. You can use it for manipulation, <laughs> or you can use it to like not get your ass kicked. Or you, I was just talking uh-huh. to my son about this today about like how because we're both really tall and i'm like short people are going to try to kick the shit out of you when you get older mm-hmm. just a heads up and he was like but they're littler than you i'm like i know but they're fucking <laughs> crazy and they like to, they like yeah. to try to fight big people and it's just the way the world works i'm like he's like so what happened did you have to beat up a, little, a bunch of short guys i'm like no you learn to talk yeah. your way out of it anyway so like going to the empathy thing like yeah it's like all of this like the like the connecting mm-hmm. with other people or, or, or trying to get better Knowing, even just being empathetic towards yourself to where you can recognize your own emotions, oh, yeah. you can recognize mm-hmm. these, you know, destructive thoughts yeah. and then just manipulate them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I understand. I think yeah. that's why, um, like when I was telling you, I went through that trip. Like I, it's been a path of like seven years now and it's been so amazing. And I, I, I do feel like those who suffer a lot and have been through a lot have the most compassion and, you know, being, uh, you know, younger, a little girl, I, I wasn't sure what I was feeling, you know, all these, you know, and then going, being a teenager and having, you know, depression and self-harm and all of that. And, 
trying to commit suicide like two times. I didn't realize that all of that was not mine, you know, and I barely got into really realizing, um, you know, what energy work was and like clairvoyance and everything. I wasn't really keen on it, but, um, you know, you're right, Pat. Like I just, I'm able to stop myself. I, I, I see when I'm feeling or thinking a certain way. And even with everybody in my life, it doesn't have to be clients. Like I, I know right away, um, what they're going through, but I also like, I've learned to not, um, like tune in. Like I, it's kind of like, I think I told Asher's this one time, or I, I don't remember, but it's like going into somebody's house uninvited. So I don't like to like channel people or, you know, I was, t- I, I think it's not like I'm like some other clairvoyance or mediums who like go up to people who are like, oh, I have something to tell you. Like I respect people in that way. Um, but there's sometimes obviously where I have to like say something, but I do it very kindly. And I, I don't want to sound like I'm, Oh, I'm such a badass. but yeah, I've been able to talk my way out of so much shit just because I've been able to like read that person. And it's been, it's been really helpful and it's gotten me out of a lot of bad situations, like in careers and like, you know, relationships where I've just like listened to that and felt the situation or felt the person. I'm just like, okay, you know, so it's very good. Well, yeah, a lot of, a lot of times it's like something that you develop yeah. from childhood because you realize like when it's time to like go in the other room because yeah, people exactly. are fighting or, or when someone <laughs> comes home from work they're and they're like, mood. oh, they're in a bad mood. I'm going to go just going to. Yeah. And, and that's kind of where it starts. And then, so you develop this skill mm-hmm. early on, almost as like a self-defense oh, mechanism. Oh, yeah. And then you get on, you, you, then you get older and you realize, oh, I can use this for this. Yeah. And I can use this for that. And suddenly you develop, it's like a muscle that you consistently work out yeah. more and more and more until you get to the point where like, you just become very good. <laughs> at <manipulating Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> No, no. I don't. So, um, so. That's all I'm going to yeah, say about that for right definitely. Now. I mean, we've talked about it a lot. Um, actually, I well, kind of just going back to like V and like what she does. Um, I, I'll say it because she won't because she's good at, at her job and she's good at the consent thing. Um, but I will be doing sessions with 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 V very okay. shortly. Um, so I'm excited because I I'm, I want to tell you guys how you know how it works and what it does because I've never done anything yeah. like that before. Um, but we've kind of, you know, just discussed navigating my own depression and things like that and how, you know, now in hindsight, now that I know what I know about certain things, I look back and I wonder, you know, how much of that was actually my emotions that I was feeling. And, you know, even to this day, you know, I, people knew I had a rough weekend. Um, how much of that was mine to carry? Was, was it even mine at all? You know, it's, it can be really confusing um, when you're kind of gifted that kind of, um, I don't want to say extra sensory, but I guess that's really what it is, you know, when you're mm-hmm. gifted that. But I, I don't think there's anything wrong with using it in certain situations, just like how you can kind of just read the, well, like Pat was saying, you can kind mm-hmm. of read the room, you know. Um, you can do that with people. There's certain, you know, when people are lying to you, there are certain physical cues that you can look for to tell that they're lying. I mean, it's pretty much the yeah. same thing um, without actually, you know, penetrating their, trying to really get into their head, as long as you're not using it for bad. I mean, sometimes yeah. really there's a lot of people who use, yeah, know, sorry to interrupt, but there's a lot of people who use it for bad, you know? So, um, yeah. Yeah. That was me in my twenties. <laughs> I mean, everyone, let me, everybody had a good time <laughs> and nobody got hurt and I never mis- misrepresented myself. Let me just put it like that. You everyone knew exactly what they were yeah. getting into. And if they, I am not the talented Mr. Ripley. I did not con these people. Yeah. They knew what they were doing. So I'm now, sorry. 
Brad Frank's probably listening to this episode. Like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> no, you know, I think I'm talking more of, like, intention and manifestation because definitely with my work and, you know, I do my own type of, like, solitary thing ashers, <laughs> you know. Um, I just practice yeah. certain things by myself and I'm very solitary in that practice. But, like, there's a lot of you know, evil people who do ill will on others. And it's like, man, that the power of manifestation and intent, dude, that's just like, that's another thing we can talk about one day. But yeah. um, Oh, yeah. That's a big one. Well, and that's, I mean, that's how I practice. I've had this, this person asking me a lot of uh, magic questions Mm -hmm. lately. And I'm, you know, I don't get into, I really don't. I don't get into like the cultures and things like that. Who's this? What are they asking you? I, I can't say their name, but they're just, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't want to put anybody on yeah. blast or anything. Um, but you know, he's just been asking me a lot of questions about like my history with it, saying that, you know, he has certain uh, goals and things that he wants to meet with his mm-hmm. magical journey, but he's like asking me all kinds of, like he asked me if I have, you know, what my magic name oh. is. And I'm like, I don't have, I don't, <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. I don't have a magic name, you know? So, um, yeah. Oh, can we talk about magic? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so when it was funny earlier this week, you were like, "Oh, send me a link to like your podcast, and I'll retweet it or whatever." And I went and I found the two, um, the podcast I was on, like three podcasts <laughs> before. The because I'm a middle aged white man, so I've been podcasting for a very long time. Um, <laughs> kind of your job, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I had I had done an like a, a two and a half hour interview with a dude that was a Freemason, but he was also a um, um a teacher with like the oto and he was like super into like all this stuff and me and him got to and i knew him from we used to play in punk bands together back in like our early 20s and i didn't know any of this shit about him at the time because he wasn't very forthcoming about it and it wasn't until like 10 years later that you know i'm looking at the shit he's posted on facebook and so yeah. like, oh my god mm-hmm. you know and we sat down and we had this long talk and we, we got progressively drunk because we did the whole thing at a bar and um and i never listened to the whole thing because i just kind of recorded the interview and then i put it up online and that was that and i'm listening to the shit this guy's talking about with like just about like the different schools of magic and like all this stuff and like um the freemasons and i he was saying some shit though i'm like i don't think you should be fucking talking about that but uh (laughs) which goes to show no one listens to any obviously no one listened to that episode because uh you know he's still alive but um it was just crazy that I was like, man, I had this much information like made available to me like a couple of years ago. I never did anything with it. And like re listening to that interview, it totally made me want to go check out the place that uh that he w- was teaching classes at at the time and um just kind of pop in cuz I like visiting those bookstores and stuff. There's actually there's what there's a couple pl- there's a, a Reiki healing place right down mm-hmm. the street from my house. Yeah um and then there's another like uh metaphysical they call them like metaphysical yeah. bookstores Metaphys- like, yeah but um yeah so yeah we have a couple of them here we've got this really amazing town here called yellow springs mm-hmm. um and uh dave Chappelle's from there i don't mm-hmm. know if anybody knows who that is he's of course yeah no, love him. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um but anyway it's a little it's a little teeny tiny town it's called yellow springs and it's kind of just like the hippie witchy stoner kind of you know mm-hmm. cool place and uh you know they have a bunch of they, they have a bunch of stuff there too but being being also in in dayton ohio um we have a couple of, of shops here as well um it, it is not you know really honestly like just going into mm-hmm. one of those stores you I just, just feel, feel good. Yeah. you feel mm-hmm. so cleansed 
it right, right i mean you walk out you know and you're just like wow i just spent like a hundred dollars on socks but I, feel so Dude, I, would, I would just go in there when i was having a shitty day and i just like walk around i'm like oh i feel so much better there's only like yeah and there's good stores and there's bad stores like there's been some where i just walk out of i'm like i don't like the energy in here like you know i i have my go-to place here mm-hmm, where i just chill yeah definitely you know we, we we've got yeah i mean we've got some of those you know but but yeah for the most part i mean you just go in and you're just like wow this is like, yeah. you know and so it is nice to just kind of go in and you know especially with with our places we have a lot of really friendly people that run ours so you know it's 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 nice because if you have questions about things i'm more than happy mm-hmm. to help um but yeah i mean you know magic's just one of those things i've been that yeah. person going to uh, a quote-unquote you know coven and and doing a big ritual and everybody just kind of sits there and pretends they know what they're doing and nobody really knows what they're doing and nothing really happens um <laughs> but you know the way that i practice i'm i'm eclectic i just kind of whatever resonates with me if i find yeah. something new um because i'm always reading about different things whatever resonates with me i i take it with me and i i figure there's a yeah. reason for it you know there's got to be a reason why i'm called to this for whatever reason so i don't follow you know i don't know what the fuck a magic name is i'm sorry um if that's disrespectful to anybody i'm not trying to be um what yeah I, I would think it's like don't you get to pick your name in the order it sounds like it's very like old school ceremonial it sounds very D D to me no D D isn't is way cooler than that <laughs> at least you're honest it's, yeah. I mean, it sounds weird i don't know i'm not sure how it works um I don't feel the need to rename myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Um, but, you know, certain people are just, I, they're really, they get, I don't know, like this this character, I think he kind of takes a little too far mm-hmm. personally. But, I, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But my, my main source of magic is yeah. intention and, and manifestation. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know there's a science to it. I mean, so for me, and I'm very logical and very science, you know, based. And I think that, you know, sometimes science and spirituality go hand in hand and i think that's one of the situations mm-hmm. so but that's and you know uh, to tell you ashers like i know like for me i think it's like the magical name it's kind of like what you're known by like the spirits and like the different types of you know whatever you worship or whatnot and and in your coven and then also like what you're known what you're known as in in, in the public and then what you're known in like the spirit world mm-hmm. or something you know that's that's just how i've known it to be yeah so my magical name is is Ashers. Is that one? <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, it's your it's your screen name. <laughs> no, think about it. It's 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 yeah. you you get to pick your own name, persona, nom de plume, whatever mm-hmm. you want to say it, and yeah. just look at it like that. Right? Yeah, you know we I mean? pretty, yeah, but you weren't given one. You're just you're you tried, but we all took that away from <laughs> you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, well, that's 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 how chaotic I am. Is that I have multiple shifting identities. <laughs> That I that I cycle through. That way, I can be somewhat can. different every day. It's going to be a new um, one next week. <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's more yeah. power in that because you're not confined. Everything's malleable, mm-hmm. so it's like yeah. I'm in full control exactly. of my personality and my. I'm, I'm getting way too like <laughs> deep with getting, that. Yes, it's it, no. I just can't decide on a fucking screen name, that <laughs> Twitter handle. That's exactly what this is. But I mean, if you want to get all woo woo with it, yeah, yeah, that's the other reason too. Is that. You, know. you can though i mean uh, you know that's the beautiful thing about you know having a oh having yeah a free will that's exactly and, what i, was and, and I think it's, 
I used to mm-hmm. go to parties and um, it, I, I used to go to this one party at my back to drugs um, at my old apartment. And it was like somebody that lived in the basement and I lived on the top floor. And so, and I met them just in passing outside and um, I used to show up there and I told them that, that I was, I was a trans woman and I'm really a man. I was born, my, I was born, my name was Ashton. And I, I guess I didn't realize how probably um, transphobic that might seem mm-hmm. at the time uh, or yeah. now, you know, but, um, but that's what I did just because I could, yeah. you know, just because these people didn't know me, I could be whoever yeah. I wanted to be. Um, <laughs> like, that's not realistic. No, and everybody was, everybody bought it. And I, 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 I slept with one of the guys mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, obviously <laughs> found out pretty quickly that <laughs> I <Wow>. was, <laughs> so um but you know but it's just an example like i said you can you can be whoever, yeah be whoever you want to be i think you. didn't do didn't i post that the other day i'm like i'm everything and anything that i want to be because i'm i'm always changing i'm like you know what i mean that's just my personality and who i am i don't like to be just like one thing or one person and, and you know, we're trying to talk about that. and you know what i kind of do want to touch on this for a minute um i don't want to get too far into it i, I definitely you know v i don't want you to share anything you don't want to let's kind of talk about like you know you just experienced in the past week the kind of um bad people can be even on social yeah. media um do you kind of want to give a condensed a condensed version of maybe what happened yeah. kind of you know what, what yeah it's to? just people still acting divided in this world and there there can be no unification because they're so set on their beliefs whether they got brought up by it or it's something that they chose to do because it makes them feel safe um, but it's, you know, people commenting on like how I look, you know, and, uh, um, what I choose to do. So, it, and I knew I'm like, fuck them, you know, but it, they were like incessant, like just like over and over. And I'm just like, okay, I'm tired telling these people off. So I like made it known. I'm just like, if you keep fucking with me, like, this is what's going to happen. And, um, they, I don't want to really say what I said, um, because they pretty much, we pretty much know who they are and they know their little listeners and it's like stupid. Like I never, even in high school, like I got along with everybody and you know, um, it didn't really matter. Um, I wouldn't say like I was popular because I was, I, I knew everybody and I talked to everybody. I treated people with fucking respect and, um, it's just lacking. You know what I mean? There's no human, um, compassion anymore. There's no love for anybody. And, uh, I knew it was going to happen. And it's just like on Twitter or on social media, you just have to grow some fucking thick skin. But, you know, with my mental health and everything, and, you know, we've talked about it on my show and on, you know, just with each other, I'm not afraid to say, you know, that I have PTSD and bipolar too, and I have anxiety and everything, but, you know, I, I wasn't going through a good time because, you know, they increased my meds and, you know, just emotionally, I was just like, fuck this. It started triggering stuff to like being extremely bullied in middle school. You know, I I wasn't raised in a really good part of town anyways. And back in the nineties, it was like, you know, Crips and Bloods and like, it was just really bad. And my school was horrible. You know, it was the one where you had to like pass the metal detectors and shit. And, um, you know, it was like really bad. So, you know, it was like, I was just getting tired defending myself, but, you know, at the end of the day, like I just am who I am. If I want to post whatever I want to post and dress how I want to dress makeup or no makeup, like I don't care. And even if I'm self-conscious enough not to post myself without makeup, that's my choice. You know, we just can't keep telling each other what to be, what to think, you know? And, and that's what I hate about yeah. like debating and shit. Cause it's like, you don't get anywhere. You're just so entrenched in your own beliefs that person is more entrenched in their beliefs at the end of the debate and it's kind of like you don't get any 
you don't get anywhere with it. You know, at the end of the day, yeah, you just, just, you know, agree to disagree and just be like, okay, well, you fucking believe in what you want to, and it's not going to change my mind anyway, so. Very, I mean, I've had a, well, I haven't told you this yet, but I've had, I've had kind of a very similar discriminatory experience. Um, not exactly the same. It wasn't quite when? as personal. Um, but, you know, being, and, and Pat knows, because Pat and I have also talked about this kind of off record, um, but you know being in this field um you get a lot of pushback from a lot of different people right so i was on a live stream the other day and somebody was saying that um netflix was a bunch of satan worshipers and they're trying to infect the world with hmm. satan and i was just like well you know that's not really that's not right to say because satanists like yeah. aren't bad people yeah. like mm-hmm. believe it or not and you know i just i like to bring up there's a statistic that i that i, I do like to bring up and that's that um 28 of the world's population is christian only 28 percent of the population mm-hmm. is christian and you know we don't see that a lot because we're in america so obviously we're very heavily christian over here um but you know me being a witch you know when i hear evil and i hear about black magic and all this you know scary stuff I, obviously like yes i take offense to that because i'm not a bad evil person mm-hmm. you know and so um, and and not just that i mean just people get so caught up in in the drama and there's been all i've seen it happening everywhere lately with these kind of strange mm-hmm. communities and you know at the end of the day guys aren't we all just kind of here to learn a little bit more about yeah. the world and, and maybe it's like a personal decision dude too like they want to they want to stay in that state of mind of fear which is like you know it's a it's a choice you know some people it, it keeps them safe but right. like for me I'm on a I'm, you know and like I told them you know even when I messaged them back I'm like dude you're just on a different level than I am right now and you're in your life and on, a, and on your journey so what you're saying doesn't even yeah. like impact me you know what I mean it's just getting annoying you know like stop right. messaging me right. you know right. Well, yeah, and, and we know, I mean, as strong women, we know, you know, it's a reflection on them, know. on you, you know, but I still think that it's really important to hold yeah. these people yeah. accountable, you know, as much as we can, because otherwise they'll yeah, never learn exactly. if we don't. Um, but, you know, I'm just, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be that person, uh, somebody that, that I work with has currently been caught up in, in drama and um, I'm not going to do that here. Um, and I, I just wanted to make this, I guess, the official announcement that um, at the end of the day, I'm here to investigate. I'm here to find the truth about certain things. And that's uh, kind of what I stand for. And like what Pat says, it's really silly to get into arguments about like what a Mothman is because we really don't fucking mm-hmm. know or we wouldn't have to you know, try to find <laughs> it. So, <laughs> yeah. but that was, that was my soapbox yeah. for a minute. So I hope you guys enjoyed um, <laughs> Do I get do I get to get up there? Yeah, go ahead, Pat. You you please. <laughs> um, you know, I this is something that I, I I'm gonna relate this to a very specific uh, situation that happened when I was younger. Um, you know, I I didn't get bull. I, we got bullied in high school. Me and my friends as a group because we were like yeah. the punk rock kids. But I went to an all boy mm-hmm. high school um, where we all wore like shirts and ties to school every day. So like. You know, yeah, there was there was jocks and there was people that kind of would fuck with us, but it was never that bad. And I realized that like those guys all liked each other because they were on a football team together. They weren't really mm-hmm. friends. Me and my group of friends, we were um, much more tighter knit. We all knew each other's families. We all went to each other's houses and hung out and were friends with each other's siblings and shit like that. We were closer, and I think I valued the friendship that I had, even though I was technically mm-hmm. an outsider. We were still, we were, if you looked at the numbers, we were actually more in the majority, you know, yeah. um, because counterculture was 
becoming big back then and yeah. it wasn't just the punk kids it was the punk kids and the ravers and the and the um industrial kids and we all kind of and the theater kids yeah. and we all just hung together and shit um but i had i knew girls that went to like the all girls high schools and they had bigger issues with bullying yeah. than we did and um because girls are fucking evil, evil. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah and like and i would hear the stories about what these girls would go through and i'd be like oh my god like at least like if some dude punches me like i punch and him then back it's, and over. Then it's over yeah like yeah. girls will antagonize each other until somebody tries to commit suicide or something and it's like mm-hmm. fucking insane so i knew this one girl that like was very not popular in high school mm-hmm. at all um wasn't wasn't like a, a total recluse but just was, wasn't regina king right and sh- she gets out of high school and finds her little like social group and you know finds a group of girls to hang out with and then suddenly becomes yeah regina king. yeah dude and and realizes that like okay well now i now the dynamic shifted and like those girls from high school they've gone and moved on and they're they're out of the picture but she's kind of cool and she's got a couple girlfriends and she was, she was associated mm-hmm. with our band. So like she, like there would always be like girl, girls coming around and someone would be sleeping with somebody or someone met someone online or whatever. And she was like a mean girl and she'd be really mean to the new girls when they came around and pour drinks on their head and do all this shit. And I'm like, I know for a fact that you used to get fucking bullied to tears yeah. in high school. And now the first opportunity you have to be in a position of power over someone else, you're going to put them through what you went through. And it's like, I know, I mean, it, when I, I never picked on freshmen as a, as a senior mm-hmm. in high school, that, that was the furthest thing from my fucking yeah. head. That story that I told about doing the fucking robo trip, I was in the basement of a kid that was a freshman when I was a junior and we're like still friends to this day. He was at my 40th birthday party. Like I never, I never fucked with yeah. the underclassmen and it's not that I didn't get fucked with as an underclassman. I just realized, well, this cycle is going to fucking stop with me. I'm not going to perpetuate exactly. this shit anymore. Some people don't feel like that, though. Some yeah. people get hurt. And the only thing they can think to do is then they feel like that's licensed to hurt yeah. other people now. And some people get hurt and they say, well, that fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just kind of move mm-hmm. on with their lives. And they don't feel the, this like crazy need for abstract mm-hmm. revenge against people that had nothing to do with what happened yeah. in the first place you know like it'd be one thing if like you fucked with these girls and now they had the upper hand and they were mm-hmm. fucking with you back no. but that's not what happened yeah exactly. you know what i mean it's just a fucking it's a murder of yeah. mean girls mm-hmm. yeah yeah basically they're just mean to be mean just because they can <clears> and it's like that exactly and i did that like i wasn't bullying other people i was actually in my 20s like until i had my kid you know my first my first my first child i was pretty much i took i was projecting all that anger and like that i had like i wish i would have stayed but you know you don't stand up to these people you know like in my middle school like it was what I wish I would have done, but I would have got shot or, you know, I got jumped one time so bad, you know, they held my, these five girls jumped me and they held my head. Um, you know, uh, they closed an industrial door on my head, dude, like those big heavy metal fucking doors. And I passed the fuck out. I had a really bad brain injury, obviously from it. Um, but, uh, you just oh don't say God. anything, you know, and I, I blamed it on these two, <laughs> I blamed it on these two kids that were there, dude. Like they were just like really nice kids, but I wasn't going to really say who did it you know but uh yeah I grew up with like so much hate and anger that like in my 20s like I 
I was fighting a lot, but it was against those kind of people. Like if I was out with my friends and some girl started shit, like I was just like all over her and it was just like projecting all of that. You know what I mean? And that's when I really got into my spirituality and I knew I had to really change because, um, uh, that's when I met my shaman and she even told me like, there's all this anger and you like, that's all I see. And, but it's not yours. Like, that's not who you really are. And like, fuck, I get him fucking emotional talking about it because like, I would have not, I, I wouldn't be in this place. Like I'd probably be in jail or I probably wouldn't be here because of all ugh, the fucking shit I went through with that. And um, I think that's why it triggered me recently. Cause I'm just like, why do you have to be such assholes? You know what I mean? And like Pat said, like you can take that and you can do something with it. That's better. And you can stop that. You can stop that cycle, but it's like people just, want to hurt others in purpose but like I said I wasn't doing it to hurt somebody like I wasn't picking the fights like I was I was protecting people from the bullies you know but yeah that's just yeah. and you get to a certain age where you hope that you're past it you're like I didn't think I'd have yeah. to deal with this shit ever yeah. again yeah. And and then, uh, then you meet that one asshole. <laughs> yeah, because I'm 33 and I'm just like, yeah, no. And I just, I just laugh at that dude. I walk away. It doesn't. I have my spiritual practice has taught me how to be so chill. Like people today would be like, I don't know if anybody's gonna listen to the show that I know, but they're gonna be like, what? Like I can't, I can't picture you like that because I'm just, I'm literally so chill and you know, I don't, I'm not like that at all now. That yeah. was in my early 20s, you know, early 20s. So I don't. Well, I'm having a, um, I just, I'm sorry, I, I'm going to switch gears for just a second because this is so crazy. I'm having a really weird experience right what? at this moment. Um, yeah, because I, <laughs> I was hearing stuff in the back of my, in my room, so I know it's not my dog, he's right here. Oh, I'm so excited. So you guys remember, I mean, I just told this story on, on, on the show during the drug episode. I, you remember I, I told you guys I ate the edible and I saw In the, the corner of the room, right? yeah. Right? Or in the top, yeah. Absolutely somebody somebody's messaging me right now saying that they just saw yesterday they just they ate they're in atlantic city they ate an edible and they saw what? outside yeah they saw it flying outside huh. isn't that wild it's just what are the odds of that i mean i guess it could be somebody that is is from the um from you know listens to the show yeah, yeah. Guess, but but no um but th this person uh you know actually you know i i, I told them to message me i found them in a mothman sightings facebook group and they just relayed their story and a lot of people are like oh you're just on drugs and i'm like oh no this has happened to me so i actually i reached out to them mm -hmm. first um but they're they're messaging me their their story right now and i'm just i don't know i'm that's excited so cool. about it what do, what do you guys think that i don't means? know but that's so weird because when we started talking about mothman some shit was happening to us remember like they would be just, yes during yeah the so episode, as you yeah. were probably getting that message i swear to god i was hearing something in the back of my fucking house in one of the rooms so that was that was pretty gnarly well it's it's always yeah. happening well and i don't know you guys can't see you guys can't mm -hmm. see this but when v was coming on the show um and you know pat pat was here and we were kind of watching you and your name pops up right we can we can see everybody's name that's in the show so v's name is popping up but there's also there was also a fourth person just listed as guest <laughs> and it would kind of pop in and out for a second and then it kind of left it was weird yeah i bring shit with me yeah and so that that always tends to happen i'm sorry i just i got excited because i just saw the message pop up and i'm like oh my god i think this is you know because at first like you'll have these people that'll claim that they have yeah these, um you know these sightings and, and things like that and, and you'll be like oh get a hold of me and then you never hear mm -hmm. anything from them and yeah. you're like okay well maybe they're not ready maybe they're not real but Ooh. you know now that i have See this, uh, 
If, if the edible he took was like um, recreational, like actually from a dispensary, yeah. ask him the brand name because that's one nice. hell of an endorsement right there. <laughs> yeah. That's like, a really I, good idea. Uh, yeah, like like I had a dog walker edible and I saw the fucking moth, man. Those things will be flying off. Yes. Oh god, love it. We have been trying to push these sponsors lately, haven't we? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm trying to find different ways to fucking, you know. <laughs> gotta make that. Gotta keep make that. you girls off, Sophia Gray. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I love how that gets a laugh every time I fucking see it. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I might yeah, do well, it's, I need I need the money. Like I said, thirty five dollars. I just wasted it on a piece of fucking paper that means nothing. I, I need the help. See, and you you can make that money back and get out of doing laundry today. Nice. That's gross, but also a really good idea. I'm not I'm not saying I'm just the facilitator here. I'm not I'm you know I'm not your. That's on there right now, scrolling through all of them. Like, hmm, which one do I want? No. <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> Well, anyway, so yeah, yeah, I just I wanted to share that bit of information. I'm always excited to have you on. I'm I'm excited to listen again to this episode. I know that we I don't think Dyson, Dyson, have we established Dyson. how to say his name yet? I know Dyson. Yeah. Yeah, Dyson, he told me. It's Dyson. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> me and me have been talking I about love this him. He's so awesome. No, he hasn't. I don't think he's like he hasn't gotten back to me, but a lot of other people have been like, "No, dude, I hear someone like talking and then someone right over it but then like <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just weird yeah i'm really excited i can't wait you know D- dason does a really good job he's he's got his own show called um what's that channel called it's a podcast and um you know you guys should definitely check him out but he's been scrubbing scrubbing the episodes for evps and he's been such a big he help says with some it stuff yours um, on this podcast yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's found a lot of things. I've been kind of cataloging it. I don't know. You know, maybe one day when we have enough hours put into it, maybe that'll be my vacation week. As we just release all the EVPs. One <laughs> hey, episode. that's a good fucking idea. Yeah. Well, that'd be wild. That'd be that'd be yeah. really freaky. We'll I don't do the clip show. Yeah, just do a clip I show. Just, it's just EVPs. I just hate yeah. the part when he's like, "Yeah, I found one." When they're like, "Hi, Vanessa," and I'm just like, "Fuck!" I was like, "Don't tell me. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go back and listen to it." Like I, like, I already feel them, and, like, you know, I, I have this, you know, this thing with the spirit world where I, I do create some boundaries where I'm just, like, you know, don't – I'll communicate with you when I'm ready, you know, yeah. but there's times when – No, don't, 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 don't invade my privacy. That's just rude. I mean, come on. You know, that's I, – I agree. Um, You know, I, I they can stay from a distance. They can stay on the show yeah. if they want to, but they, they need to stay out of my room, in my bathroom specifically. Um, oh, but... man, that's, that's a scary story right there, your little orange goblin thing. That's... Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, still happening. So it's what? Under... Okay, off the, oh. off the show, you're going to have to tell me about that. I will. I will. Um, I, I don't have enough yet to, to bring to you guys, but I think we are going to do like an actual like investigation. We're probably going to do like a spirit box sec- oh, session in my bedroom. It's going to be a lot of fun. I just haven't decided how to present it to, to the yeah. audience yet. Um, maybe I'll live stream it. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Um, well, my next guest, dude, my next right. episode is going to be freaking scary. I mean, I recorded last night with him and I, I was like, oh my God, even me, it chilled me. I was like, oh I'll never look at pandas again the same way. And you're going to know why. Like, if you listen to this episode, you're going to be like, what the fuck? So creepy. 
Well, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where where can everybody find you? At? Yeah, that's a good tease. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'd listen anyway, but no, nice. yeah, listen. it's um, Life Paranormal with V. You can find it on all platforms: Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, um, which is my major platform. So uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at V Life Paranormal. I post a lot of updates there when I'm dropping new episodes but you know if you're interested also in coming on the show and sharing your story or just dming me you know your story i I use you know really caution if you don't want to use your first name also so it's it's great it's a good time you gotta stop in for the the party so it's a little party spooky party dms are (laughs) open i told you ashers if i start talking and i start getting ridiculous stop me yeah. No, you're fine. You're supposed you know, to do that on this show. So that's <laughs> that's the point of it. Now, I, I, guys, I love V so much. I'm sure you guys have seen us interact together. V and I have a lot of, um, we have a lot to work out. We have a lot to figure yeah. out together, um, right? Because this has just been a very special kind of uh, relationship yeah. that we've been had. Great. Um, there's definitely something to it. So I'm, I'm really excited. One of these days, we're gonna like go investigate and stuff. Oh, like it's gonna and happen. I foresee it, dude. <laughs> exactly but i i've been on visha i've been on three of her episodes now i will be on it again in the future you know so just um definitely check it out if you guys want uh more ashers and, and <laughs> uh, i don't think i have anything else to add does anybody have any closing statements i had fun let's do this some more like it's you know i don't really interact with people during this time a lot you know because of you know Fucking cool. nice, oh, like meeting I, friends, you I know, and just shoot the shit. Oh, but well, yeah, definitely. I mean, absolutely, we'll do it again. <laughs> um, then, guys, well, um, we will be back next Wednesday. I think we're gonna have a really exciting uh, series of episodes still mm-hmm. to continue. So, if you guys are enjoying this, you know, let us know. Um, rate us on uh, the Apple Podcast situation, and um, we'll see you guys next Wednesday.